Co-talk podcast. Co-talk podcast show. Nobody owes you a thing. I want to extract value and I want to propagate the best entire plan in the show. So I double down on myself. By hating you, they're helping you. Austin here, owner-operator of the Co-talk podcast. I'm here with Lori Harris. Lori, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, and why you do it? Okay. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah, first of course. Of, all. of course. My name is Lori Harris, and I am a professional uh, money maker. I try to build my business with uh, different things that help me, learning from other people on how to better my business, how to get better exposure and uh, basically to be seen. That's what I do. That's awesome. Well, you're a perfect fit for the show today because uh, that's exactly what we do. We, we find entrepreneurs, we figure out their cash flow model, and we build them up, we extract that knowledge, and then we share it with other people. That's, that's the entire uh, concept. So happy to have you, and I'm ready to, to dive into it when you are. Thank you, thank you. Well, do you, well first of all, um, I think that a lot of people are looking Mm-hmm. for areas of building visibility. And sometimes I think that they hit a brick wall or they create a glass ceiling for themselves. So um, who are you? You know, are you, are you building you know, attention? And that attention is currency. So if you're out there and you're in the scenes, you're in the streets, you're, you're doing events, you're making your money, um, by going to these places and being seen, that's exactly what you have to be doing, but you have to be doing it on a 10X level. Notice she said, attention is currency. I would like to drive that point home. The new, people are the new oil. If you're able to harvest a lot of attention and, and, and hold that attention, uh, you can transform your business. Right, so in a couple of things that I have written down here, so know your channels of communication. Mm-hmm. Uh, Your social media, I think that we take for granted, especially people of my age, um, we grew up without social media. Our our social media was face-to-face, belly-to-belly, door-to-door, going um, and doing things that were uncomfortable for us because we had no choice, we had no other options. So taking advantage of social media. When I talk to people nowadays and they say things like, oh, I don't have Facebook or I don't have Instagram. Why? Why would you not have that when it's free? I didn't have a Facebook for a long time until I met Lori and it was because I let my personal emotions get in the way of my business and she saw that and she she made that correction as soon as possible. She said, you're looking at Facebook wrong. I've completely transformed my relationship with Facebook because of Lori and because of her coaching and because of her assistance. And now I look at Facebook like a CRM tool. Once I get you, if you have a Facebook, now I have you, now I see what you're doing and I know who you're married to and what you do for a living and I learn all this stuff about you because you you have that information out there. And I think a lot of salespeople really ignore Facebook because uh, they're going out and they're, they're getting these data scraping tools and they're going and grabbing as much stuff as possible, but they're not building these meaningful business relationships by really trying to get to know the clients. If you want these long lasting relationships, you should be adding these people on Facebook. Now, again, that's a little bit older of an audience. You're not gonna get a 20 year old with Facebook. Uh, so, you know, take that with a grain of salt. But 
there is a lot of value in Facebook and the majority of the clients that we're getting now here at CoTalk uh, is through Facebook. Mm -hmm. So don't underestimate, is Facebook still in the game? It's still a very powerful tool. Right, and even if we start to put people in different categories and you say, where's the majority of the people mm -hmm. based on age, where are they going? We can actually lock ourselves out of potential uh, buyers or potential clients. So for me, I do overall, it's just open to anybody on any level and any age. So when you have social media um, with Snapchat or LinkedIn or uh, Instagram or Facebook, and there's so many new ones that are coming up and popping up on the scene, this yep. is a beautiful time to get involved in that and it's so easy and it's free. So why are you not on it? Uh, another thing is when you know your channels of communication, mm -hmm. phone. It's simple, when you, when you call somebody back, if you have, um, for example, I have a book here that I keep. Look at you, you can't prepare. <laughs> but I have everybody's information in here, so just to be, um, you don't have to do it, you don't have to be so professional about it. Just have contact information, name, address, phone, email, description of what mm -hmm. is sold to the customer and the location. Yeah. And then how much that person paid. And the reason for that is because we get so caught up with life, we forget who bought what from us, where did yeah. we meet them? And so we lose that contact and we are unable to go back. We get caught up on digitizing everything too. Mm -hmm. You don't have to have a fucking app for everything. Right. And when we start looking at apps, it's like they always, they let you do a couple of things and then they throw a paywall in front of you. And it's really frustrating. Sometimes we forget that some of the most simple shit is really where we need to start with growing our business. Right. Pen, paper, talking to people. Right. And you know, when I add somebody on Facebook, I go, hey, what's your phone number? And they just throw it in there and right. I call them and then that's it. And then maybe they place an order and guess what? I take out my pen and paper while they're talking to me and I write that shit down. And if I need to go later in the back end of my computer and place an order, if I'm a product-based business or, you know, re-coordinate with them through Facebook later, that's fine. But, uh, you know, don't underestimate really simple stuff. You might run into somebody they don't have their business card on them. Well, you got pen and paper ready? Exactly, you're right. And so um, phone, text, email, Handwritten yep. letters. Let me let me let me talk about the handwritten letters yep. for a second because um, that has gotten lost. The handwritten letters, the thank you notes, has that's gotten lost. Uh, people are now feeling very um, mechanical. Like you just you know you send somebody a, a thank you, but if you take the time to say thank you for hiring me, thank you for, you know, or not even hire, thank you for, you know, having an interview with me. Thank you me. for supporting my business. Thank you for supporting me. Yep. And a handwritten note, not even a letter, a note or um, a personal visit, you know, those things are key to what keeps people grounded. And we're forgetting that because exactly. everything is so, digital you well, know this falls right into my my concept because I'm, I'm actually halfway through a book right now called hundred million dollar offers by Alex Ramosi and I'm dropping them I get no credit for doing this I'm just throwing it out there because this man has provided me so much value for free uh, but part of what uh, he talks about in his book is specializing in a specific niche mm -hmm. and part of that is connecting with your audience in such a personal and such a direct level especially with your marketing messages mm -hmm. that you're doing things like a handwritten letter and that's going to get, that's going to increase your value per customer. Uh, and, and the only way to increase the value per customer is to get them to either spend more money up front or to retain that customer over time, get them to spend more money over time. 
So I really want the audience to consider those, those things. Mm -hmm. And handwritten letters is just another tool in your toolbox mm -hmm. to do that. Yeah, we forget about that. We forget about the little things that this is where people, this is where the salesmen or the salespeople first started. So we yep. should learn from them and kind of mix that in with what's going on in today and this speedy, you know, let me just click send, you know, and I think people are forgetting that. So I think if we're throwing out multiple lines of uh, communication, the payback or, or the payoff, however you want to put it, is massive. Yeah. Well, and it gives you a tremendous leg up over your competition too, because nobody's writing personal letters. Think about this. How many people out there are so caught up in email marketing and doing these digital campaigns and all this bullshit, you know, and you're scrolling online and you've got these YouTube ads everywhere and everybody skip, 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 skip. It's annoying. Mm -hmm. But what's the difference between that and let's say you run a hair salon, right? And you throw an event and somebody comes down in person, shakes your hand and goes, hey, you know, my name's Austin I'm with the Code Talk Podcast. Would you be interested in working with me? The dynamic is so much different, and now I have your attention, and right. I'm able to 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 get you, and then get you on my Facebook, mm -hmm. and then we can have further conversation where I continue my package. But you're actually going to listen, as opposed to her going online and scrolling and seeing a digital ad that I spent, you know, God only knows how much money, three thousand mm -hmm. dollars a day to run an ad, uh, to, you know, to get in front of hundreds of thousands of people. Right. When you can just go out there in the street, and all you need to do is know one key person that's gonna unlock and get you into that industry. That's yeah. why it's so important to specialize. So I believe 100% of what you're saying. Right, okay, so real quick, let's talk about um, attention. Since we, we, got, we got that down with the handwriting, the digital, and all yep. of that. So what I wanna talk about real close um, is how to focus on body language. Yep. Okay, so learning how to close, I wanna talk briefly about how important it is that body language, how we forget how important it is to stay engaged. So if I'm talking to you. This and, is an in-person interaction. So right. you giving us tips on that. So if I'm talking to you and yep. you're telling me something that is so important, very important, mm -hmm. but I'm scrolling, I'm just scrolling. Yep. You don't really have my attention. You don't have, we're not engaged. Our shoulders yep. are not, our, we, we need to be squared, squared up. up. Eye contact. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. This Square. is really simple stuff. Right. Um, uh, oh, crap. What is it called? Um, charisma Charisma on command. Mm -hmm. Another person I'm dropping right now, just if you, if, you, if you struggle with social anxiety and you want to be able to have these face-to-face -face interactions with people, mm -hmm. check out Charisma on, on command. He's got a great YouTube channel. He probably has a podcast too, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I watch some of the videos. He gives really great tips on how to actually like connect with people mm -hmm. and having that confidence. And mm -hmm. the only way you get this confidence is by, um, is by uh, going out and practicing. Mm -hmm. It comes with uh, repetition. Repetition is the mother of skill. Right. And, and with that, listening. We don't listen anymore. We don't listen. We think, we actually enjoy hearing ourselves talk more than we actually listen to the client. So when you, when you listen uh, and focus on between the lines, what the person is trying to say to you. So if you say, okay, I sell a health and wellness product. And the, before anything else is said, you should say, what's ailing you? 
what is what is bothering you but instead we say so i'm selling this product and it's so good and it's going to make you well and it's going to make you feel better and you're going to wake up in the morning and then you're going to go to sleep early and it will be and then what happens is we're so jazzed up about what we say yeah. what we believe in that we're forgetting why we even began talking to the client or the customer to begin with so we don't know what's what they're we don't know that their their knees are bothering them we don't know that their back is bothering. we don't know because we just feel that our product yeah is the heal all. is a solution before you even <laughs> listen to the problems that they're having right right you can't construct an answer for them if you don't know what their their pain points are mm-hmm. so the step one in any sales cycle is to simply listen to the customer if they're interacting with you and they're talking to you, mm-hmm. their words are gold. You need to mm-hmm. hang on to that and really listen to what they're saying and make mm-hmm. sure that you're in your mind, you're constructing a solution mm-hmm. that is personalized for them and that your product or service that you're providing fits right into that, like a lock and key. And asking and asking the person, have you heard enough? Have we are terrified. Or knowing when to stop. Just knowing <laughs> right. when to stop with body language. Yeah, we're like terrified to, to say me that. 15, 20 minutes in, and you're going on this long exposition about electrolytes or some bullshit. Mm-hmm. And I'm pulling out my phone and I'm texting and go, you know what? I gotta talk to my I gotta talk to my wife about this. Right. And th- you lost me. Right. You lost the sale. You lost the sale. Because you talk too much. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think we all get we get caught up at that for that moment that's why we have to pay yeah. close attention to what it is that we can do because we're problem solvers we're problem solvers so yeah. and until and until we get to that point where we listen and another thing is close quickly so have you heard enough are you mm-hmm. interested in you know let me go ahead and bag that up for you um but close in yeah. two minutes yeah. so if you if you value that person's time can you close in less than two minutes? Can you say three bullets of importance to keep that person's attention yeah. and to close within two minutes? Well, you got to know which three things to say, which is what you're right. thinking That's about right. while they're talking. And in order to know what three things to say, to set yourself up for the close process of that conversation to sell your product or service, get them to order, get them to click buy, get them to to... to pull out their hard-earned cash and give it to you, mm-hmm. you're listening, mm-hmm. and then you're constructing your responses. That is so absolutely critical. Mm-hmm. And then there, there uh, was something we talked about uh, yesterday, which was the assumed close, right? Or did you want to touch on that for a second? So the assumed close, again, this is another technique I learned from Alex Ramosi. Um, check him out, acquisition.com. Anyways, that's the last time I'm probably going to mention him, but, um, but the no, assumed it's close. But you mention him. That's a, that's a very Well, I'm here powerful, to build other people yeah. up. He's, a, he's, a, <laughs> he's where I want to be. He's one of my mentors. Right. And you need to be going out and looking at people like Grant Cardone and, and Gary Vee and Alex Ramosi. These people are putting out this, this critical information that you need to know, and they're giving it out for free. It's just free value. Um, and if you're not soaking up as much information from these people as you possibly can, uh, I hope you've got something else better going on mm-hmm. in your day. Right. And, you better and, got something. Right. And take the time to you go know. to their yeah. seminars. It's yes, the books yeah. are good. And le- yes. Yeah. But if you're just reading yeah. and you're not applying it, yeah. we can all read a book all day long. The but assumed if you have close. to apply it. The assumed close. Do you want this or do you want that? I go, okay, I hear that you're in pain. I've got this topical anesthetic. I've got these capsules. Which one do you want? That's the assumed close. They go, oh, I want the capsules. 
I don't, I don't want to do a topical because it let dries out my skin. Da, da, da. Okay, let me bag that up for you. Instead of going, oh, well, you should really can reconsider or maybe uh, the capsules, on. they come in this stuff and this is how many you need to take. Stop, stop, stop. They already decided, bag it up, give it to them, take their money and on to the next customer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. And also, um, when you're dealing with the public, what I believe in placing value on whatever it is that you're selling, uh, whether it's health and wellness, whether it's, you know, jewelry or pencils, I don't care. Place so much value on your product that you don't lower your prices to the point where somebody doesn't place value on your product well, as we, much as they should. Again, we talked about this this morning. We went over, yeah. there's so much value here in, in, in these types it, yeah. of conversations. She's so a keep, master salesperson. Yeah. You should really be listening to her. Yeah, keeping keeping your... Getting into a price war is a race to the bottom. You need to be figuring out that you're bringing so much value with your product or your service that it's not priceable. And then you set the parameters and you tell the customer how much it's worth. Right. Instead of letting the customer get into a shooting match between you versus Apple or, or whatever, right. you know, and then you're just, you're just getting outbid. Again, mm -hmm. you're putting yourself in a, into a market and mm -hmm. it's a race to the bottom and then nobody wins. Right, so upselling upselling so when you upsell the second I, sale is what Grant right. Cardone so, calls it too. Yeah, yeah well if you upsell let's just let's start at the bottom you're going to the thrift store 50% off you buy a dresser yep. for 20 bucks yep. you turn around you go on to social media and you sell it for 40 bucks the the beautiful part about that in that scenario is that you only pay 20 bucks and $40 is really not painful to the person that's purchasing it. You just made yourself 50% um, product or um, price. However, oh, <laughs> so the problem with that is that you upsell, you you up the price not enough. All right, go back. Can you can you come back a little bit and, and do that exposition again? Okay, so when you're, when you're going to buy something and you're going to upsell 50%. Yeah right at 50 percent yeah when you're going to upsell you don't want to upsell it you don't want to price it too low so yeah. you need to take into consideration your time yeah the gas that you, wherever yeah. you drove to pick up this, this thing is basic stuff this is all operational costs right. you need to take into consideration and people yeah. don't look at you sideways they don't look at you crazy if it's a product that they want to purchase. I know when I walk up to your table mm -hmm. at a vendor event, I already know what yeah. I want, what I have fallen in love with. How you screw it up is because you have the price tag on there. So if the price tag is removed yeah. from there and you just see a product or an item, you have allowed me to fall in love with that and like, ooh, ah, I need to have it. You're allowing me to think of who I want to gift this to. Do I want to gift it to someone or do I want to keep it for myself? Now she's assigning emotion to value. Do you understand now? Now it's not a race to the bottom. Mm -hmm. You go, this is for your daughter. Mm -hmm. but then you, you yeah. set the price. Yes, do yeah. not have your items, your, your product, anything with price tags on it. Remove yeah. that because a person comes in and people purchase from you because they have the money. Everybody has the money. People that don't have 
that are broke have the most lavish parties. They right. have the clown there. They have the 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 band. They have live music. And these people, people don't do have spend a lot they of don't money. have two shiny nickels <laughs> to rub together. But their parties are they live for the day. Yeah. You see? So people have money. It just depends. It might not be your money if you don't know how to sell to them. Yeah. And it has to be done quickly. So for instance, I went to a an event and the lady had beautiful paints. Mm. Painting. She painted by hand. It was gorgeous. Yeah. As I walked up to the table, I seen price tags all over everything. Yeah. From $5 to $50. Well, I no longer was looking at the item. I was looking at the price tag. Um, okay, so so I know that you're involved in MLM and I know that there's some passive income opportunities with signing people up, right? Mm -hmm. Could you go a little bit into detail about that? Yes. Okay. What's a cash what? flow situation with that? <sighs> the cash flow is stupid. It's okay. so amazing. And yeah. the reason for that is because there are so many uh, nooks and crannies to mm -hmm. an MLM or direct sales. When you're purchasing things that are on sale, uh, and if even if you're upselling, yeah. it's okay because the company has made their money and now you're making your money, um, or the customer is actually going directly to your website. Mm. I personally know women that are making 30, 40,000 a month. <sighs> Easy. That's that's close to half a mil. Easy. That's damn it makes man. me want to cry <laughs> because I think about how much money you make. Yeah. Now for me, for me personally, yeah. because I am so involved, I am so much in the game, I can make probably between maybe I'll say between three to five thousand a month, which is on the low yeah. end for me. And that's just from signups. We're not even throwing sales on top of that. And she's got other and side we're talking, hustles too. Right. I have so many yeah. different. She's got five or six flows. different cash flow situations right. coming in, and that's what you got to do. You got to diversify. You, you have just to have yeah, keep one your, income coming from an employer. But yeah, you got keep, to do more. Keep your pipeline full. Yeah. Now, here's one of the things. Now, there are different companies that have. Um, monthly, you know, like auto ships. All I'm going to say with that, with the auto ships is use caution because some, auto ship auto ship is every single month. It's going to come out of your bank account uh, and so you're going to be purchasing product. Okay. And some of that product could be things that um, expire. So okay. use caution when it comes to things like that, because in order, if you are out and about, and you are at gyms, you are at health and wellness, you are at uh, these fairs, you are at uh, farmer's markets, anywhere where you can sell your product if it expires, you need to be seen. Now, it's a little different if you have things like mine. Yeah. You see, because mine don't expire. Yeah. So I'll never put myself in a position, and I did one time, I put myself in a position where I was actually buying more yeah. myself than selling. And that was only to meet the requirements that I needed to make to stay commission qualified. Mm. And that sometimes can be very, very painful. COVID did a number. It, it took out a lot of people that were entrepreneurs that were, uh, you know, in the health and wellness because they couldn't get to the gyms. They couldn't teach people how to eat better or, you know, yeah. they were just, they were lost. But what happened to all of that product that they purchased? Who's seen it? 
Well, mm. possibly the trash can seen it. The trash can seen it because if you can't move it, yeah, who's gonna see it? When it gets close to an expiration date, the company is a hundred percent against you selling it. A hundred percent. Yeah, it has to go into the trash. How much money did you invest? Yeah, in that. So my advice to you for income producing. Um, strategies is to be very cautious about your what your direct sales is expecting of you because you can make thousands and thousands of dollars i know ambassadors in companies that are making millions of dollars and when they quit and they go to their own business nobody talks about them nobody remembers them Mm. you're nothing so if you don't take care of yourself yeah if you don't put yourself first, your needs for your family, if you don't put that first, remember when you walk away from a company, you're nothing to remember. You're you you're a puff of smoke. You're not even a memory. Well, that's why and investing that's, in yourself is so important. Exactly. We do we do consider employment um, a, a secure situation, but the reality is is that everybody's replaceable. The mm. only thing, the only for, for sure, the only for sure investment that you can make is an investment in yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's why learning to sell, again, is one of the most critical skills you could build. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm here with Lori. I know that she's been working on a book. Do you want to talk about that for a second? Yes. Um, I have a book right now that is being uh, published in India. And <laughs> it's hey, being, where we get it? I want to do an action movie yes, in India. <laughs> it is over 500. It's on my bucket list. Yeah, f- over 500 tips of how to get your money up. And the beautiful part is that this book yeah. is only ten dollars okay and where did i get all of this information i've got 30 years under my belt of direct sales and the people that i've met so this is coming from sweat blood tears pain pain and pain. pain money lost made this book right money made but made if you don't book. learn yeah if you don't learn from somebody else's mistakes good luck that's right. Good luck. If you got a uh, cash, uh, a money tree yeah. in your backyard, absolutely. If you could save, yeah. if you could save ten hours of heartache, would you buy? Would you spend ten dollars on a book? And here's the thing: is you're going to have to learn either way. You can learn by reading a book and put yourself ahead of everybody else, or you can just learn through thirty years of pain and gain, like Lori has. Mm-hmm. The more books you read, the more advantages you have. The average American only reads one book a year. Mm-hmm. If you read one book a week, you'd have a 52 to one advantage. Right. Grant Cardone says that, he says it damn near every podcast I listen to and mm-hmm. I can't help but repeat it. Mm-hmm. How would you like right. a 52 to one advantage in everything that you do? Go to Spend Grant's the $10, buy seminars. the damn book. It's Let us know when it's coming out. What's, Go, you have an ETA on yeah, this Yeah, I don't know, but his next one is coming out. I think it's gonna be in Vegas, but go to Grant Cardone seminars. Right, Look. right. Cash oh, the flow. cash flow. Yeah. I went to his uh, seminars and I also yeah. went to Grant Cardone University. You've got to get plugged in with these people and you've got to get plugged in with mentors like Lori so that you can learn from their mistakes and you can learn from their knowledge and shortcut yourself to success. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. don't have to take the long route if you no. learn no. from other people and you learn from the mistakes of others. That's what wise men do. They learn from others' mm-hmm. mistakes. And don't just, yeah. don't just, when you, this is another thing I wanted to tell you. Oh yeah, one before. last plug, right? One last okay. plug. Okay, this is Juwan Davis. 
And this is our photographer and our team because we have a, a very powerful. If you team. like the sh setup for the shoot, he made all this happen. We could we would not be here right now without him. So where's the camera so that we could share this? Where's the camera? Oh, yes. Well, there's there is one right there. Okay. Yeah. So this is Juwan Davis, and he is a wedding photographer and a videographer. What is so awesome about his card is he actually took his family and put them on his card. So how beautiful is that is that he has, um, he's taken the moment, froze it in time, put it on his card, put it all of his, of his information. But I'm gonna tell you, when you create a business card to this length, to this extent, you're allowing people, you become transparent, you're allowing people into your life. Perfect. Right? Yeah. So and this has been Cash Flow Conversations here with Lori today. And again, I'm Austin. I'm the host of Code Talk Podcast. It's not just a podcast, it's a digital marketing movement. So feel free to send me a DM. You know my name, and you should be right on my social channel. So it shouldn't be that hard to get a hold mm -hmm. of me. What's the best way to get a hold of you, Lori? Okay, my. Um you can reach me on Facebook, which is Lori Ortiz Harris. I'm very transparent. Uh, let's be friends. Um, also, my website for my business is Lori, L-A-U-R-I-E dot magnabilities.com. If you want to purchase jewelry or even just see what I have. Um, if you want to have a one-on-one -on -one with me, you're more than welcome to call me directly. Free knowledge. Free knowledge. You get to have a one-on-one -on -one with me. I will give you 30 minutes of never-ending, just uh, 30 minutes of just unbelievable things that can help your business and how you can excel. And You better jump on this when you can because this is stuff that we're going to put together into a masterclass and then we're not going to be asking anymore. We're going to be telling you how much it costs. So we're giving out this free value right now. Get it while you can because it's not going to be free for, it's not going to be free forever. <laughs> so, right, right. all right. All right. Get your money up and I will see you at the top. Thank you. Peace.